You're listening to the Lost Chill Podcast with Katie and Kimmy. For years now, I have had the pleasure of listening to the wit, banter, and pure joy from these two, and now I invite you to share in the delight of listening to them discuss the books they're currently reading. Whether you are a fellow dedicated bibliophile or simply wish you had more time to read, you will love hearing the insight and discussions around the stories they dive into. So grab a cup of coffee or pour a glass of wine and let's jump on in. Katie and Kimmy, take it away. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lost Chill Podcast. I'm so excited. It has been too long. It has. It has been way too long. How's it going, Kimmy? You know, it's going well. It's going well. Have you still been reading in this side of part that we've had? I don't know why you ask so many questions. <laughs> My reading has slowed way down. I mean, I'm at like... Wait, so you only read 150 books a week now? <laughs> a week, a, week. <laughs> a year at least let's not be crazy what, what I have slowed right down now? because you know my girl Taylor my friend that I grew up with Taylor, I don't know if you know her Taylor um, uh, Cochran she, she Taylor Swift oh she, she's a oh. singer songwriter she's written a few little ditties if you will Anything and so she just uh yes <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> you want me to sing <laughs> Uh, no no I don't oh okay that, that's probably bad. oh sorry I'm sorry that you did not understand the assignment she's had a, she's coming out with a new album though and I just have grown up with her so I love her and support her so much so I've been a little distracted lately for my reading so it's right. slowed way down what's your yeah. excuse 
life <laughs> is that life happen? uh yeah uh i had surgery in april and uh as we've talked about on our previous episodes when i go through a stressful time in my life i don't turn to books i turn to tv so i watched a lot of tv i watched new girl which is certainly a show that you told me to watch years ago and i was Did like you like mm-hmm. it yeah, I watched like four seasons. It was fantastic. Did you get to Taylor Swift's cameo? I have though? not gotten to Taylor Swift's cameo. And I actually haven't even watched it since um, since April-ish when I was on leave from work. So, <sighs> okay, a book I've read recently that I enjoyed that there's a TV show about, so maybe we can talk about something, is The Handmaid's Tale. Have you watched that? I have not. Mm. Um, I watched the first episode and I was like no nah, I'm good really some people are like that but I'm a dystopian freak that's why it's not As my jam people. yeah but I have Did you watch the show too I've only watched like two or three episodes I will watch more but I'm just not a tv watcher no no I I love tv like I, I let's see I watched new girl I watched there's some shows on Apple TV that I felt the need to catch up on and uh, this random one with like Maya Rudolph. I don't even know what it's called, but oh, it's fantastic. Um, I will say as much as I don't watch TV, the hilarious and embarrassing thing that's been happening to me lately is I work with a bunch of dudes, like all dudes. I'm the only girl for the most part. And they used to like watch typical bro shows like south park or something and i was like this is so dumb and every now and then especially recently they've been putting on friends and i'm sitting there laughing so hard like i forget how funny that is and i'm just like dying cackling like hitting the table laughing like what is wrong with you and i'm like this is so funny did you not see chandler just go and smoke rachel's boss's cigarette because he loves smoking like this is so funny oh my god i still laugh so hard too i watch it very frequently i actually have been falling asleep to it again um which i go through i go through phases where sometimes i fall asleep to it and actually i've been putting reruns even on tv for like just background noise yeah i love it it's the best and that's why i'm super excited that matthew perry aka ms chanandler bong there's a book coming out yes yes i'm nervous though why nervous like you love memoirs more than me though i I hate i do i do love memoirs but i'm scared that like we're gonna find out some things that are gonna tarnish my views on the cast on the show and you know that shit can like it'll you, the behind the real, scenes. like like you go to disney world and you find out there's actually people inside the characters <gasps> wait i mean what <laughs> not the bunny not the bunny oh man uh, okay not so, the mouse i could see that i i don't know i have a hard time with memoirs in general you like them more than me but i'm still i'll read his oh hold on hold on hold on Okay. You'll like this. <gasps> BJ, no. So, like, you and Keaton read the same authors? Basically, basically. Uh, so, for 
those who are just listening, uh, I just fell up. Yeah. I heard oh. this at Second and Charles. This is like a oh, old Oh, it's book. old. I haven't heard of it. 2014. Um, I'm holding up one more thing, Stories and Other Stories by BJ Novak from The Office. And um, he wrote, what book did, what children's book did he write? Like there's no pictures or something? The or... book with no pictures. The book with no pictures, yeah. The book with no pictures, which was my son's uh, very favorite book when he was younger um and it's just it's a hilarious book and i this has been something that i wanted to read for a while actually behind me right now is just littered there's some some tooch oh stanley tucci um it's just littered with memoirs for whatever reason i'm not sure you're into those have you gotten any other uh maybe some new old books lately that maybe you some new old book on like september 24th what happened on September 24th? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I still have this. <laughs> that time when you give your best friend a present and accidentally leave your shooter in the gift bag. That, that <laughs> I have not put these on my shelf yet because I can't decide how I want so to put them on my shelf. Which one did you have? Did you have Everything's Eventual? I have Everything's Eventual already. Okay. Let's actually... While we're sitting here, let me make sure. I don't. No, I don't have this one. Which one is that? The Dark Tower. Okay. No, I don't have this one. Oh, is that like number two in a series? Do you have the first one? Uh, hold on. Oops. Oh, I did have the Dark Tower as well. Is that the first one, or is that the one the you had? Third. Like, it's oh. the third one. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's okay. The more, the merrier. Yeah. Um, But I definitely did not have... Maybe... Oh, no. I did. Is it first edition, though? That looks like a library book. Did you, do you need to return that? No. Uh, <laughs> I got it from Second and Charles okay uh so so i gave great birthday presents is what i mean no you gave fantastic birthday presents so kimberly gave me kimmy gave me um first edition stephen king books for my birthday four of them uh dr sleep that one did you have no okay so i'm like one of four it's fine no because these like lizzie stories Lisa, so it's, how do you say it? It's Lisey's. Lisey. I, I think her first name might be Lisa. I don't remember, but I did just listen to the audiobook. But apparently there's a part where it does like say like Lisey rhymes with Cece or something. Oh, and so okay. Lisey's story. Okay. Uh, Lisey's story um, obviously is in better condition than the one that I had because it does not look Can like a library book. Can you open it past the book jacket for me? Because that's Booyah Moon. And I need to see what it looks like. So, like, it should be just the hardcover, not the jacket. What are you talking all the, about? All the flowery bits. So, just, so the front hardcover. Oh, oh, oh. So, that's, that's Booyah Moon. Okay. So, you haven't read it yet. <sighs> no. Okay. What's it say? Baby. Baby. So, 
I'm shocked that you haven't read this yet. Um, I need to. Although I just I, need to read again. You, I mean, there's that. There's I, that. I feel like reading that one may have been better because why? There's a lot of like inner dialogue, and at some points I did have an ebook and I would kind of read while listening or like go back over what I read to make sure I had catching up because it's a lot of like past present reflection like in parentheses like thoughts within thoughts and stuff and so I feel like it would have been a little easier the physical copy to switch back and forth yeah all right so we have for those keeping track at home we have Dr. Sleep Lizzie's Lisey's story uh where did it go the dark (laughs) tower the third dark tower book is back there um and then one of my very all-time all-time favorite books everything's eventual and uh the funny thing about this is that uh she got mad at me because i posted a instagram post about finding this first edition book and She's like, oh my god, I already got that for you. I literally bought these for her and like earlier this year, like early. When did you buy yours? Yeah, like know. summer. I don't know. Yeah, like I bought them summer. early this year, and I was like, oh. best birthday present ever, like so in advance. And too I love them days. all. I love them all. Thank you so much. Um, but this is the the story I get asked about all the time. Uh, I talk often about the this book and how this book made me uh, so frightened in the middle of the day that I had to put it in the freezer like Joey essentially. Is it like genuine fright because I just read Lisey's story. What do you mean by genuine fright? So so I just read Lisey's story and that was kind of just like intense in a weird way. But then I read Gerald's Game, which is the sister novel to Dolores Claiborne, which you know I loved last year. Right. And it was, it made me like uncomfortable. Like it wasn't scary, scary, but I was like, like skin crawl, like I need to take a shower. I'm uncomfortable. So you're, you're, you're talking about, uh, I wasn't directed at you sorry you're talking about um like a jump scare kind of yeah is that what it was for you I wouldn't say jump scare I would was your skin crawling or like were you I would say that this is more so a nightmare I feel like Gerald's game was a nightmare but I was just so uncomfortable and also can I give a tiniest spoiler? But it's like it's not like a plot spoiler. It's just like something that happens. Yeah. In the book and Lisey's story, like she basically gets attacked with like a can opener to the titty. And so now we're sitting there having taco night and we're trying to open the refried beans and olives. And I'm like, oh god, I'm so uncomfortable. And my husband's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I can't look at can openers anymore. Can't get your tits too close to the can opener. Right. Who does that? Yeah. Um, I I think that so the man in the black suit is the story that I'm talking about. I think it's like the third story in this book, second or third story in this book. Um, and I think that this is something. This is a story I want to reread, and I actually might do that tonight. You should. So I do have to see if it's so my, scary. 
Is it? I have for my October TBR. I do have The Shining in Salem's Lot. Um, I think you'll like The Shining Salem's Lot. Nah. I do also have, and I currently have checked out from the library, his newest fairy tale. Fairy tale. Yeah, I'm excited read that yet. for that one. Um, my buddy Angie at work, who's also a Stephen King fan, um, is liking that one so far. So I have hope for it. And we're pretty much on the same page when it comes to um, our Stephen King likes and dislikes. So yeah. hopefully we'll see. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna start reading again. I feel like every time that we uh, take a break from doing uh, podcast episodes, I'm like, yep, I haven't touched a book in months. Don't even know what I that is. I still read the whole time. I don't know why you stop, but I feel like I'm almost burning myself out. It's hard to know though like I don't know if I'm burned out or if I'm just like there's Taylor Swift TikToks to watch and make and easter eggs to to watch and that's my problem is that I sit there and I waste my life on TikTok I know it's hard I gotta like make myself read I feel like I'm giving myself ADHD because I just need to like constantly flip through something else and are you reading anything now though I am. Uh, I, I've been reading for quite some time now. <laughs> Jeanette McCurdy's new book. Uh, what's it called? I'm glad my mom died. Yes, that one. I'm glad my mom died. Um, yeah, I remember that. It's horrific. I loved iCarly. And Sam, I didn't watch it. I watched Wizards of Disney. Place. Yeah, yeah, I like Wizards of Waverly Place just as much, but I also liked iCarly as well. Um, I loved Sam on that show. She's freaking hilarious. Great character. Had I known that she was like going through all of this, I totally would have looked at this differently. And it's just, it's just different too because of all of this creepy, seedy stuff that the producer was doing. So... I mean, the, or sorry the creator the creator the creator yes yeah I, and I don't know even with her mom I feel like it's just so hard anytime that kids are in the entertainment industry yeah and her mom so desperately wanted to live vicariously through her and have her live out her own dreams and that's just such a terrible way to parent a child one thing I appreciated with that book is that they did, she did have the multi-generational thing and basically was showing how her mom wanted the life of fame and her mom, her grandma forbid mm-hmm. it for her mom. And so then she pushed it on her, but her grandma's still involved and, you know, outlives her mom even. And it's interesting to see it through these three generations. It is, it is. And it's so interesting too to see how differently her mom treated her brothers mm-hmm. from her so it's very interesting I hope to finish it soon um I hope that she's doing good now so I feel like it's a journey it is whenever you have that kind of upbringing like you'll improve and then you'll fall back like it's you know I don't think it's necessarily like one step forward and three steps back. I think it's like 
two steps forward, three back, five steps forward, maybe two or three back. Like it's not always consistent with that slow progress and inevitable speed bumps. Yeah. Yeah. She's still so young. She is. That's a weird thing. It's weird because like you know when there's that like turning point in life where you're reading about all these people older than you and then they're suddenly all younger than you. Speaking of, guess what I'm reading now? What are you reading now? (laughs) Carrie Soto is back. Oh. And do you know like the best part about it is that for the majority of it, she's like 37. So I love that. I love that. Is it everything that you hoped it would be? Uh, kind of because so anyone listening who doesn't know Katie and I are very big on our anagrams Katie's a 7 I'm an 8 and Carrie Soto is very much an 8 oh boy <laughs> and so it's like all these things like oh she's such a bitch she's so fierce like all these things and I'm like uh I would say that because like it's like oh did you think you would win that game and she's like obviously like I expected to win it and mop the floor with them which I did so and I'm like what happens when you're the best I have to <laughs> share growing and uh, it is it's really good I am enjoying That's it high on my list too I really doing this has certainly just made me want to get back into reading and um, my husband is always on my case because when he doesn't see me pick up a book in a while, he'll be like, "What? what's wrong? Like, what's, what's going on? Like, cause he kind of knows, <laughs> know. you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I definitely am inspired to get back into reading because I'm glad that we did this tonight. Um, side note on our, uh, little break that nobody knows that we just had. Um, I just made terrible life choices. Um, I just went upstairs and I was like, oh man, Kimmy's having a drink. I'm going to have a drink too. And (laughs) I was like, I'm going to make myself a peanut butter and jelly. So is that BB whiskey and Chambord? First notice that this is not peanut butter and jelly because I made such a terrible life choice. Um, I made peanut butter whiskey. I didn't have Chambord. Nope, did not. But I was like, uh, I have some raspberry, uh, no, excuse me, blackberry brandy. Oh, that's good. No, you- no, it wasn't. Oh. It was not good. It was not good. It Can ended up in the, that in the trash. Oh, you put it in the trash? Well, no, down the sink. Down your throat? Sink. That seems wasteful. Do you want earth or no? Um, so neutral is that a hard I don't know I've never had that is it a hard it's seltzer? a vodka seltzer and real juice it does not taste like a um LaCroix so that there is actual flavor in it do you remember that time you came over after I had my baby 
And like, <laughs> I made Katie a peanut butter whiskey flight. It was, was fantastic. Like, a week postpartum. And I had like a peanut butter and jelly shot, which was peanut butter, whiskey, and Chambord. I had uh, Godiva and Chambord, and uh, not Chambord, and peanut butter whiskey. So it was like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And then just straight. It was Wasn't amazing. It was amazing. What's on your oh, that's TV? That's a great card? question. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't really know where to to pick up. I definitely need to finish the Jeanette McCurdy book. Um, yeah. I'm that's I'm cool. about halfway through with that. I already told you my Stephen Kings for the month. Yeah. I also really want to read uh, The Kiss Curse by Aaron Sterling. That was my book of the month choice. Yeah. I, I did enjoy the X Hex last year, and I just feel like it's very on brand for a spooky season. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that's a pen name? <laughs> yes, Caitlin. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. So, oh, I do also want to read A Witch in Time, who is uh, it's by Constant Sayers. If you recall, I really liked her book that was called something with all the Easter eggs for me. What was it called? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. Constant Sayers. I feel like you would have liked it. And then, um, ah, I need to read that. Have I have you your copy. Or this or is you actually know? your copy right here, or that one is oh. behind me. Um, the bullet that missed by Richard Osman. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, we interviewed Richard Osman. I I still don't know how we pulled that one. Kind off, of a big but deal. Kind of a big deal. Uh, I'm gonna tell a little story about that interview uh, because I had a lot of imposter syndrome with that book, or excuse me, with that episode. Um, <laughs> We were waiting on Zoom. There's a issue with the scheduling and the timing and whatever. And so we were waiting on Zoom and I had emailed his uh, agent and I was like, hey, is the interview still on? Like, wanna make sure the link still works and everything. She goes, oh my gosh, I totally messed up the time. I'm so sorry. Um, it's my fault. Uh, he'll be on in 15 minutes cause he's live on NPR right now. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like he's on, he's he's going from NPR, a nationally broadcast radio program, to the Lost Chill. Yep, that's correct. And it was it was just it was very overwhelming, and I wish that we had recorded that part because like I was freaking out. Kimmy was cool as a cucumber as she always is. But here is me catastrophizing everything and just getting overdramatic about everything. Which I think also fits with our Thursday Murder Club personas. Like, Elizabeth would not have cared, right? Abraham would have been losing his shit. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) So there's that. We're very on brand. It happens. I just die. I mostly die because he talked about his inspiration was like his mom and the like community that she lives in and just how close knit they all are and how they have their own like just dramas and all these things. And my mother in law is in a very similar 
I, like they could live in probably the same community even though they don't they're in different countries but my mom comes and tells me all the like dramas and like who's mad at who and who did this and that and I'm just like dying I'm like you are I love it club material ma'am so are we gonna live in one of those communities when our husbands yeah, are we gone? are we planned that like okay. years ago when we I didn't did- know if we were gonna be in like a community or if we were going to be in like a golden girl's house well I feel like we will be we will all live together in a community like I don't I have never watched golden girls I'm sorry I know we need to but well I guess this episode is done um have a good mm-hmm. night stop it do they have a house and it's like youngins who live around them or is it you don't really see their neighbors in an so... older community because there are even like down the street from us there's like 55 plus only communities that I mean that's not necessarily like old older and elderly 55 can still be pretty young but the fact that they don't let any kids around them I think is the real you should watch out with the 55 comment when uh there are certain elders in my house (laughs) just kidding Love you. Good thing I got my headsets in. Or my AirPods in. Whatever these are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever the young kids call these things. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't care. I, we've already planned it. We're going to have, like, our days all planned. And it's gonna be when we're going to have murder club and book club and baking club. and Yeah, I, I'm not baking. That's all Lindsay. I'll eat it. That's fair. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and check out our interview with Richard Osman. Um, yeah. We should probably read the book now that we've talked to him about the book. I'm excited for it, and I, but I I have been I loving it. Too. I love only grew with the um the man who died twice, which is the second one in the series. So I'm excited to see everything that comes out of that series. I am too, and he told us in the interview that he has signed on for. Uh, four more books as well so that's so exciting excited about that so I love uh, I feel like series like I feel like that was a huge thing when I was like growing up reading like everything was a series and I feel like that becomes so much less as adults and so I can appreciate like a good series I don't know there's a lot of adult series out there that are super popular uh actar all the Sarah J. Moss books. But they pretended that Akatar was YA at first. And then people are like, whoa, this is a little risque. <sighs> that is not YA. That is some graphic YA. Um, but it's also super niche and like. It is. It is. But you have like Finley Donovan. Finley Donovan. Uh, El Cosmano is coming out with well, a third book next year. I guess that's not to say that there's not any adult series. But like sure. I feel like almost everything I read growing up was a part of a series. Like the Sister of the Trailing Pants, Harry Potter, Twilight, all those, like all the big ones that I remember were a series, like Babysitter's Club even. And I even read Animorphs. like Babysitter's Club, Little Sister, yeah. And so it felt Animorphs. like, I mean, my brother read Animorphs. I had tried to get into it, but I never could. I just never could. Whatever. I read a couple. I read yeah. a couple. I just feel like it was like the majority were, were series 
with a few standalones, whereas now it's like the majority are standalones with a few series. Yeah. So. I like both. I like both. I can certainly do a good series, but like I feel like I need to come in at the beginning of the series, like when it's first released. And that's kind of how I felt with the Thursday Murder Club with uh, Finley Donovan. Like I've been keeping up with yeah. those books because if I feel like if I have to read seven books, by the time I get to the third one, I'm burnt out with those characters and I yeah. just need a palate cleanser. And I just, I'm not one of those people who can power through seven books on. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You, I think when we last were recording, you knew that I was like kind of going through, um, what was I reading? That series, not the Court of Thorns and Roses, but the, uh, oh, oh um, from Blood and Ash, that yeah. series. And so the fifth one like came out in March and I was reading book four then when that happened. And I, I haven't been able to get to it. I feel like I've gotten it from the library twice now. I just haven't gotten around to it. But those are I like, thick. yeah, they're like 800, 900 pages each. Yeah. So but, that's a huge commitment. Yeah. I hope to get caught up by the end of the year. So we'll see. Yeah um so what's what's you kind of already gave a few that are on your spooktober reading list but I mean what do what do you really want to get to by the end of the year is there is there any sort of a book that you're dying to read before the end of the year before the clock strikes midnight (laughs) that was so fresh thank you you are welcome I did it's all for you oh you know what I read that you should read and then it will come full circle with some of our like Duchess gossip chat group um is Rebecca and Rebecca, Taylor Swift t- it's a classic but it's like a real oh that classic. Rebecca that fucking Rebecca yeah Taylor I Swift think I read that as a kid Taylor's do you remember anything about it no I remember I had um oh, it's a you probably friendly book no is it not uh no. I maybe I'm thinking of something else is it about a horse is there a horse in it no I think it might be Black Beauty Black I'm thinking Beauty. of <laughs> Caitlin no <laughs> so Rebecca is a classic um and I think it's like almost a modern retelling of Jane Eyre. If I, maybe not, I, I get them all confused, but it's like from the 1920s. Maybe, ah, don't quote me on these things. I don't know. I'm drinking and talking off, cuff, but it was good. It's like, it's a Gothic novel. You can tell that. And it's not, so it's not quite spooky, but there is like an air of like Gothicness to it. <laughs> So there's like gargoyles and shit because like every time you say that that's what I'm thinking of so you think so it's good like it has like a like unsettling creepiness but it's not like not the jump scares I think you would like it it is a good okay it's classic and it's older but Taylor Swift had recommended it to me personally because we grew up together besties and wow uh, personal book recommendation I know so on her album Evermore, which is her last album, her last 
non-re-recorded album, I should say. Um, track five, which is her most like emo, emotional, sad song, was called Tolerate It. And it was kind of about like someone like just pouring their themselves into a relationship and like giving everything another person like basically just tolerates their effort yeah like and it's super sad and that's not even what the whole book's about so i was a little caught off guard like I, my mind was blown i listened to an audiobook <laughs> and it reminded me of people we know things we have discussed today like you need to read it it's good okay all right i think i'm gonna uh get back into the audiobook thing because uh, I was so heavy last year into the audiobook, and uh, I was plowing through books because you know you can read it like twelve times the speed, and um, I felt that I was not retaining it as much mm-hmm. because I was reading it so fast, and I felt that sometimes I would zone out because uh, I especially like to listen to it while doing chores and yeah and stuff like that um so I think I'm gonna try this tomorrow um but I have a, a long run that I need to do tomorrow and instead of listening to music I might try listening to an audiobook or at least like half and half yeah because music does get me pumped up it's hard and I get that especially like knowing a new Taylor Swift album's coming out I don't even have new music to listen to but it makes me want to get like hyped and find all my old lyrics that I love and so that's why I've been having a harder time yeah but I mean I'm sure you're still reading a shit ton what are you at for the year so far um let me double check I will say that last month like after Taylor Swift announced and I like lost all my concentration it was my second slowest month it was not my slowest month of the year um my slowest month of the year was July and that's when I went on vacation with toddlers and so I could not keep up and so it was slow but I'm at 167 for the year oh my god oh my god that's crazy do you remember when we started when we were both like a hundred books a year is insane and yeah you yeah, we were I'm, at that like by June dude, I'm already over what I was last year I feel like last year was like 134 wow and before that my wow. my highest was 100 and so it's and audiobooks have definitely helped a lot yeah a ton but I almost feel like next year I might like limit myself because it does like it 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 builds on itself and it feeds and like oh I've read this much in this month like let's keep it going and keep the momentum and do a lot like I almost want to be like no you've read 10 books this month even 13 or so who knows like just stop and do something else like I almost feel like I need to limit myself do I am- you listen to books at work yeah I do and I <laughs> I am more productive when I do that because I really do think I have ADHD. I genuinely think that's a thing. I'm not going to go get diagnosed or anything. I just like it's a suspicion and I'll never get it confirmed, but I'm pretty sure. But when I have like my mind on one track, like an audiobook, I can just zone out on another track. Or if I don't have something to hold my like crazy, 
woo-woo brain going off on tangents like I can't concentrate yeah that's why I was a good dispatcher (laughs) yeah no and I get that and I have a hard time shutting that off a lot of times which is also another issue of mine um another big thing not to make excuses but I'm going to make excuses why I haven't read is um I've taken on a few more tasks at work and I am just like even in my downtime at work I'm just doing other shit so yeah that's hard it is that's hard for sure especially like depending on what kind of busy work you can do like some of my work I can do is pretty mindless and that's why like there are some things I definitely cannot listen to an audiobook and do at work well and I can't even listen to the audiobook at work because like I'm still on the boards and taking calls and stuff so um it's either you know devoted physical reading or ebook or or whatever or or nothing at all when I'm at work yeah I mean you just do what you can and it's whatever so I'm glad that I'm on this podcast about books it's it's fine it's fine fine I've read hold on let's see are you still aiming for 100 this year is that what you're there's no way I'm gonna make it it was uh there's no way I'm gonna make it I am at standby oops I am at 40. Oh, yeah. That makes it very rough. Which, which is still a great feat. It is. I mean, I feel like a reader is a reader. and I agree. I agree, but there's like, it, it's so strange. It's the, it's my mentality. It's either all or nothing. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's interesting because sometimes I do also feel like what you talked about, how like I'm not absorbing anything, like my mind keeps wandering. I'm like, am I just rushing through these to rush through them? But I don't know. I kind of feel like those are just books that aren't for me when that happens because often there are books that do and like nothing changes, like not the listening speed, not anything, not even how I read it. And it still like gets me attached like both Stephen King's book even Stephen King's books um I was gonna let it go okay sorry yeah we'll just we'll all let it go now that didn't happen um they they both captivated me even though like I was uncomfortable and I'm not even sure how I felt about them like I was hooked and between them because I wanted something to like cleanse my palate between two Stephen King books I tried um Hamnet it's pretty popular it's like yeah and it was and I was warned some by someone they told me it was slow don't listen to it and I was like okay I'll take it off my TBR and then I was like you know what I've I have this on my TBR for so long I want to just get it done so I'll try listening to it I could tell you specific things that happened but it was like so slow like I feel like there was like five things that happened in this novel (laughs) almost and it just dragged out people love it I know. And I don't know if reading it would have been better. She told me it was slow. I just tried it, but it like just did not connect with me at all. Mm. And that was one I was like, did I just rush through it too fast? I'm like, no, no, I was warned. It would be like this. Like it just maybe wasn't one that connected with me. Yeah. And so the fact that I can still find books that I really love and enjoy, despite this super high quantity of reading 
shows me that it's I'm not reading or rushing through them it's just I'm able to see that some are meant for me and some are not yeah yeah that's a good way to look at it and I I think too I step back a lot from social media um and I except for TikTok because that that is just a beast I don't know whoever created TikTok is like a genius because they have addicted the entire world to a freaking app and it's I'm not going to stop anytime soon anyway I digress but um I've taken a step away from social media and I feel like that sort of helped me in a sense too because I feel like I'm constantly competing on there I'm yeah. constantly competing for how many books I read every month I'm constantly competing for just engagement and likes and all of those things and and I'm done with that I'm done with that like, yeah I get that and I stopped caring about those things but even when I'm on there and on bookstagram and I see like you know 30 people all read one book I'm like oh I should probably read this book even if I would not be interested in it at all mm-hmm. and so when I've stepped away I'm like okay like, let's remember what you want to read and like what calls out to you versus what you think should you should be reading based because everyone else is reading it, you know? Yeah, 100%. So I think that's a good lot. thing to to think about too and sort of take in and make sure that you're checking in with yourself to make sure that you're still staying true to yourself. But I will say too, it's it's, it's such a double-edged sword because there's so many books on there that I have found that I'm like, I would have never in a million years picked this up. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess you just got to be careful with with what we do. Yeah, it's absolutely hit or miss, but I don't, I've, I do feel like overall for this whole year, and mind you, I was like consistently on Bookstagram up until the month of September. And I still felt like I was, I felt like I was doing a good balance of like what I wanted to read and what wasn't mainstream versus like super popular picks and I found a lot of great books and there are so many books I found like how is this not more popular they're so good but I don't know yeah oh well have you had a favorite book that you've read this year oh that's a great question I don't even know what I've read this year um The Martian was great um Tom Segura Did you ever read Dark book? Matter? No, I have not. I did not get to that. That was uh next on my list and I had never gotten there. Uh The Throne of Glass series I read this year, Finley Donovan. Um The Love Hypothesis. Did you read the um Love on the Brain, Allie Hazelwood's second book? Yes, I did. Did you like it? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I read Under One Roof. I was oh, getting the so two her novel. Did you read all three of the novellas? No. Oh. What did okay. you think of it? Um. So I feel like that was when I was worried about Love on the Brain, the actual second novel from Allie Hazelwood, I felt like it got like a lot, like people were pissed on Bookstagram. They didn't love it. I was pleasantly surprised and I really enjoyed it for what it was. 
I thought it was good. I thought it was as good as the love hypothesis. Did you listen to it or read it? I listened to it. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I have been on a bit of a listening streak lately. Yeah. Let me look at my stats. I, If anyone does not use StoryGraph, StoryGraph is what's up for the stats. And letting... Because I... I do a lot. I do both Goodreads and Storygraph still, but Storygraph has better stats and like lets you know what, how many like audiobooks and ebooks and physical books you've been reading. So for the year, I'm <laughs> I'm actually at fifty percent audio and forty eight percent digital and two percent print. Wow. I'm about 50-50 with audio and digital. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I I struggle with Storygraph and I don't think I use it correctly um, because I don't see where to choose if it's digital or print or if I have to choose the correct one or what. Oh, um, you like click on the book that you're reading? Uh-huh. Oh, I fucking love it and I want to like and I'm OCD AF. And so, like, here, I don't have it correct now. Oops, it was just there. Maybe. But, yeah, I know, it's too bright. But I have it, like, pulled up, and then down here, you can see it. It has Uh additions. And so when you click on additions from the book page, then you can go and pick. And And you can change. And you can also make your main settings like is the majority of the books I read audio or ebook and it will automatically choose that one if it's available. Okay. All right. And if well, it's like too new of a release, you have to add it yourself, which is kind of lame, but whatever. Oh, I've had to do that a couple of times. Yeah. So. So, I mean, I hope you're excited to read again and get back into it. I like am. who cares about however many you read a year? Yeah, it's arbitrary. Just read what makes you happy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely arbitrary. It's it's a unnecessary pressure, and life's already hard enough. I know. Like, reading is for pleasure. Like, I don't feel like you need to make it another job or chore or whatever. And I think if I get back to that mindset, I think it'll be better. Yeah. So that's the goal. Next episode, I will have read a book that I can talk to you <laughs> about. Oh, yeah, it'll wild. be great. It'll be great. <laughs> so, yeah. trying out this new format tonight too on the Zoom. Uh, it was just easier tonight, and uh, hopefully, it sounds like okay. It. I miss you in person, but we probably would have been distracted for way longer just catching up. I know, I know, and. Uh, Maybe we'll just figure out how to get our microphones onto the Zoom. Yeah. Because we have some badass microphones. I love them. They're so precious. Oh, they are. They're great. And I miss them. Um, but yeah, this this has been great uh, catching up on the books I didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> You'll read some more and it'll be great. I will. I will. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be fine. Yeah. So. It's a new month. I 
But can you call out of work and come over to my Taylor Swift listening party? That's the real question. As much as I would love to. Oh, my goodness. Why do all the things happen when I work? I work 10 days a month. Right. I don't get it. I I don't don't either. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. I probably won't be okay. (laughs) I will be dead. R.I.P. me. R.I.P. Kimmy. Uh, Let me... I'm just going to look real quick to see if I'll even be awake at work. What time is it? Like, so people are thinking that she's dropping a single tonight. What do you think? Just like not knowing, like, say yes or no, flip the coin. Uh, No. It's too late. Isn't it? Oh, no, it's only nine o'clock. No, she would drop it at midnight Eastern time. So it would be. Right. That's why I said it's only nine o'clock. What day does. what day does it again what day is what again for the release the release is 10 21 i so i kind of hope she will not release any singles before the album because i loved like evermore and folklore both were just like oh i'm releasing the album in three days here you go and you get it all at once i loved that i loved it like because you don't know what to expect you don't know at all and it's much different than both any of the rest, but especially Reputation and Lover. Like, we had a single, and then, like, a month passed, and another single, and a month passed. And we got, like, four singles by the time Reputation came out. And I don't know. I think they both have their pros and cons, but I do think I prefer no singles. Like, don't know anything except for track titles. Oh, such an experience. <laughs> I fucking love it. I just love it. Oh my gosh, you're such a dork. I love it. Let me see if my phone will work for me showing you pictures, but like, I literally, um, no, show up, show up, stop being a bitch. Okay, hold on. Let me turn the brightness down. I literally made a bingo card today. Like, we're literally playing bingo. And look, so that's the free space, that's blank space, get it? That's like the song. <laughs> Yeah. So I I have all these things. I made every single one of these up. What does that say? Like mentions a specific season set in a kitchen because she loves to dance in the refrigerator light. Like (laughs) it's not 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 a bot. Oh. Oh. So when she released Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is about Joe Jonas, that was a vault track. It came out like a decade after she dated Joe Jonas while he was married to Sophie Turner. That's what Sophie tweeted. So the song is about Sophie Turner's husband when she broke up with Taylor Swift. And Sophie was like, I mean, it's not not a bop. And so it's a fucking bop. That so that's <laughs> anyways, so I feel like you should come to my party. Oh you should uh, definitely talk to my boss about that. Okay, what's his number? You can call him up right uh, now. He'll love that. He'll love that. I love you. Thanks for talking books with me again. Let's. Should we read a book in common this month? Uh, Yes. What do you want to read together? Oh, okay. Well, I'm waiting on that bullet library. Uh, I have a copy for you. I can bring it. You should give that to me next Tuesday, maybe when this episode drops. 
And then you go see P at the D. Uh, oh yeah, we do go see P at the D. Panic at the Disco. I will give this to you on Tuesday. And then uh, people will listen to this episode. And then we'll be like, hey, hey. remember that time that we read the same book again? It'll be great. Yes. Um, I also have this from the publisher for you as well. And there's uh-huh. like um, some words that you can read. Oh, and um, I'm a reader. Readers are leaders. Readers are leaders. There's um, an interview with Richard Osman. But we already did that. So yeah, that was us. NPR um, and Bill Walsh Show podcast, both big deals. Crawford? Are there Easter eggs in there? I don't know, but there's the answer key. So just in okay. case you get stumped. But um yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's read that. I'm excited. Let's read that so we're gonna go to Panic at the Disco next Tuesday. I was like, I'm watching this Tuesday. Tuesday when you read about it or listen yes. to it. Yeah, I was like, I'm working next Tuesday, but I got vacation in the afternoon. Oh, you took time off? Take yeah. time off October 20th. Ma'am, uh, I am taking time off to go to Disney World with you. Oh, but you shouldn't be. I planned that. Well, to go to catch your flight? Yes. I planned it on your long weekend. I know, and I appreciate that. Okay. I appreciate you. I love you. This is so fun. I love you too. Um, so uh catch us back on the ones and twos because I'm a cool hip mom. Uh catch us again on uh Tuesdays whenever we freaking feel like it because that's how we roll. What? Yeah, we're on some vigilante shit. Like I feel like we are way more chill and relaxed now and have we lost our chill? Or no, have we gained our chill? No. Oh. The found chill? <laughs> I don't know. Find us on social media at the Lost Chill on Instagram and Facebook as well. We I'm might sure throw a TikTok, TikTok out. Yeah. Uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you probably should because there's video that goes along with this and you get to see us. Bye. What? I, I'm really good at this. Okay, bye. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> Wait, you gotta say all. Oh.